It's the Daily Talk Show. I'm Josh Jansen. I'm Tommy Jackett. And this is the conversation sometimes worth recording, episode 92. We don't know if it is worth recording yet, but we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. Uh, I was just looking at my emails before we started recording. and uh, Is that the built-in chip you have? The, in my no, head. The, the, uh, the lens <laughs> in your eyeball that you... I don't, I don't need that. <clears throat> I don't need that. I'm just constantly looking at my computer and phone, if you haven't uh, noticed. But um, I get Google alerts. Uh, uh, these are ones you set up to trigger off if you've you know put a keyword in there. Is that yeah. what that is? Uh-huh. Do you have any Google? I guess you don't. No. Jules Lund told me, mate, you got to put... It sounds like the most egotistical thing to do. Put your name, put yeah. Tommy Jacket into Google Alert so when it comes up, you know who's talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't know if it's too egotistical because I do have a Google Alert for Josh Jansen. Okay, and you've had one go off? Yeah, I had one go off for uh, under the news section. Um, Radio Info, uh, Cacklin Jack post chats with the Daily Talk Show. Yeah. So the um, <laughs> the circle jerk is real but appreciated. <laughs> yes. But I'm part of the circle jerk. You are. I am. Um, I've always been part of the circle jerk. Yeah. But um, the- you're really at the front, really just working that right arm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's annoying about the uh, the Google alerts? What? Um, I've started started getting slightly concerned. Um, there's some other Josh Jansen who's got some some good skills, athletic prowess. Okay. And he's starting to... I get a notification every week after he's played some sport around his statistics. Fuck. I mean, I'm happy to do an an update segment on how Josh Jansen, the sports star, is going. The problem is I just don't want anyone to, with my name, Mm. to be sort of peaking too much to the point that it's sort (laughs) of... I become the second Josh. Well... They don't own joshjansen.com. It's true. They don't own any other related domain to I your don't think name. So. He's too busy going out there, perform like doing the athletic thing. I've got no problem um, with another Tommy Jacket. Because there is fuck all Tommy Jackets. Actually, I've got a distant cousin called Tom Jacket. I've actually been getting added on Facebook by people with the surname Jacket. And in some way, they have to be related because our family's very, very small. Okay. And so, how many... Like, Does that mean that it's quite inbred? Um, are you saying that my family fucked each other? Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> that's what kids. it is. Yeah. No, it's just a small family. I mean, there's not many people... I've asked so a lot of people, mean? have you ever small met... Small family just means, okay... The Jacket family hasn't... You don't have many kids. I don't think so. Well, get this. Amy, when she yeah. was working at an orthodontic clinic... Mm-hmm. Up in Sydney, they're all got great teeth up there. Yeah, um, Invisalign uh, is where it's at. So, yeah, that's where okay. it's at. Um, she was talking to a woman who called up, who happened to have the last surname as mine with the double T at the end. Jacket. I've yeah. never seen someone with J S E K E T. Really? Okay. Other than when people fuck up my name and mm-hmm. say J S E K E T, not double T, uh, and turned out she was related to me some way. And I'd connected with her on Facebook. There's quite a few Americans. Yeah. We should just get another jacket on. <laughs> yeah. we could, I think if we could get a Tommy jacket, that'd be that'd really be cool. great. But the... Um, well, that's what Facebook has done. Opened you up to be able to find these It's people. very easy. It doesn't require much research. Not at all. 15 years ago, that would probably be a good segment on radio. Let's, let's find, you know, a Josh mm. Jansen in Melbourne. I actually was getting some print, um, which 
we'll do at some point, getting some stamps created. Yes. And it was like, this is like, a, this was for my stripping company, mm-hmm. Aussie Spunks. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> but I got it. a stamp because yeah. um, we were running an event and it was our logo. And it was like automatically inked. It was like you didn't entry? Have to, you didn't have to ink it. It was just like it would flip around and stamp down when no, you pushed it There's definitely ink going on though. You no, have it's to pre-inked. It. It's pre-inked. It's not like the old yeah, okay, sure. physical yes, 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 stamp. Yes, yes. Yeah. The shop that I got that from, they were like, oh, you know, a, I know a Tom jacket. Yeah. It's my cousin, my distant, distant cousin. Mm-hmm. The I know that um, Ryan Shelton can't get ryanshelton.com. That's annoying. Because it, there's some like illustrator or some artist that mm-hmm. has his name, which is disappointing. Jack Post, you type in Jack Post into Google uh, and you'll just get a bunch of Jack Posts. Which is like some Jack sort of hardware. Doing a post? No, it's no, it's some sort of. I don't. I don't know anything about hardware. You can tell oh, me what it, this is. Okay. Uh, Jack Post. It's a bit unfortunate. Um, all these things. It's <laughs> a like jack. A, it's like a jack. Yeah. You're not explaining it because no. It's the so same a car. Like it almost looks like a car jack. With a post, like it's actually a, it's a it's a product rather than a person. Anyway, you go. <laughs> Onto Google Images. Looks similar to Jack. It takes, it takes <laughs> there he about, is. is about 150. He's after the Jack Post, which is the Jakarta. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, anyway. the reality of this is unless you're playing in the media space, it mm. really fucking doesn't matter. Because if you just nah, want to fly under the radar in terms of you don't really want to play in that yeah. arena, you can be on LinkedIn, you can be... I get it. For us, we're so immersed in... Where are we yeah. on fucking Google? Well, I just like the... I like knowing, yeah, that I... If you type in Josh Jansen, you're going to get a um, a result that's related to me. Mm. Actually, uh, I remember... I'm trying to think of the, the show. Uh, there was a, a breakfast show. It was when Kiss was Mix and I called up and won Wanker of the Week. <laughs> and the reason <laughs> I won was... Yeah, the, <laughs> the Wanker of the Week was... I got it for... Um, being uh, like I told them how I googled myself most days and they and so I won tickets to like before the game or some sort of like football show which was great but um, no I yeah definitely the SEO thing like I obsess about that like you'll notice if you type in the daily daily talk show yeah into Google it will be number one yeah well we were just looking at Craig Bruce's podcast and yeah. we tried to type it in Craigie boy. Love you, mate. Yeah, we can we can help you out. We'll Craig. help you out with some SEO S- juice. Yeah. Well, I won't. Josh will. Yeah, I can. I can. But I like out. the SEO juice. You've, that's it your is good, word. isn't it? SEO yeah. juice. SEO juice. So we'll sw- sling some SEO juice your way, Craig. Uh, it's not how it works. You don't just nah. sling it across. Well, you probably need to give us your passwords. No, and- we don't need password. It just there's a. We'll need to have sort of a strategy session. Yeah. Sit down. Well, I'd be using yeah, and really um, cash will all. be exchanged. <laughs> I'll be I'll be um, just there for moral support. Um, Josh uh, Josh Jansen, that's your name. Just had a, I'm just giving you a Google alert. Uh, Trump's documentary on Netflix. You've yeah, so been good. watching it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm torn between whether I'd do this if I was in a position like him, and I and I reckon it's something you'd do. Yeah. There's a scene in it's a, it's not a scene it's a, a uh, real I I thing that talk happened about. is where come into Trump's office and on his desk is a stack of these papers and they've got little mini post-it notes at the page uh-huh. and when you open the page it's an article about Trump <laughs> and what Trump does is goes through and reads all the bits. It's that my are about Google him. alerts, but unfortunately 
It'd be the equivalent of Donald Trump opening his post-it note to some fucking lacrosse player in some <laughs> random state. Who's, be, he'd have him assassinated. Yeah, you know, the, the, my favorite story from that doco was um, Trump actually, uh, there was a, I think it was a New York Times reporter or a New Yorker mm. reporter. Uh, was This was years and years and years ago. Uh, they were ta- they wanted to speak to Trump, and they was they were told that he wasn't available, but the communications person was yeah, like right? a PR person. Yeah. So the journalist <laughs> is talking to the PR person, and they were saying they were really pumping up Trump. They were yeah. they were talking about how um, you know he's got a lot of it was about a personal situation, about a relationship, yeah. and he was just saying. It was just all this stuff about how there's a lot of women that want him yeah. and all that sort of thing. Anyway, you play the tape back now and it's in fact Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be a PR person. Yeah. <gasps> Fuck, I honestly think there's bits of him that are you. I wouldn't do I that. I reckon you'd do it. Can you not have your mic so close to your chest? Bring it out just a tiny okay. bit. We're, We're still working on mic, mic technique. I think it might be okay. We're trying to... If you haven't thought that my mic techniques have been an issue, please let us know. See, Hi, get, thedailytalkshow.com. Bit, we're we're going to be fixing the popping of the peas very soon. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know if I'll do... <laughs> uh, maybe the closest thing would be the phone call... Like I've definitely, when I, when I was a kid, uh, trying to sort out my like dad's Telstra bill. Yeah. Doing the whole like, okay, I'm going to call up as Richard. Fuck. It's so funny when you're a kid and you think you're going to get away with something or you think that in person, like people see through shit so easily. Yeah. Have I told you the story about how we used to go to the milk bar and we would forge a letter that was basically saying, I can't buy cigarettes and I've had to send my son and his envelope with money and could you please sell him uh, a packet the thing of Benson about and that is The milk bar knows what's going on. <laughs> I know, but we, they're like, we were convinced that that would work. Oh, so it, it didn't work? It did work. Well, it would be, but it's not, the bit that's not work, the bit... That you're not manipulating them. That's just enabling them to be like, okay, we'll just say that. Yes, exactly. But we thought that we were manipulating them. Yeah. And it goes even beyond that. I won't name their names, but there was a letter written that was basically the same yeah. saying, um, I give my permission, I would give my son Where permission to buy a porno. <laughs> <laughs> He got knocked back. They would sell the ciggies but wouldn't sell the porn. It's sort of, I get that. I mean, it's pretty, it'd be weird for your parents to be like, mate, can you just, it's like, what's, the, what's this day and age equivalent? Oh, mate, can you just go out and get Pornhub ready for me? I'm going to be there in five. It just wouldn't make it. Outsourcing your porn it's issues so with your kids. But how silly is a kid's mindset? Yeah. Right. I never, Fuck I've never hell. owned a porn mag in my life. Interesting. Just, uh, I guess we were sort of on that. You were a couple of years older. And, so and you, you have been on the internet since you were three. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, if anything, jokes on the people that bought because you got it for free. Well, the, the funny thing was, like in primary school, they it was so sort of primitive, all this internet stuff, mm. that they didn't have any filters. Mm. So, kids would just put up the most horrendous... I don't know how oh. kids knew these words. But it's like... 
you would remember as a kid, there was the um, horse fucking video that everyone oh, was sharing on their phones. That was sort of a big thing. Just imagine what kids I know. share now. It's <laughs> it's pretty horrendous. Whereas I'm sure. They used to, I used to find a heap of porno magazines. Where? They were just like down along the canal. I lived near a... Um, like a sewerage canal. It wasn't dirty. No, this sounds fucking sounds filthy. Sounds dirty. You, there, people used to dump memoir. a lot of shit. There's your memoir. It's like finding pornos next to the sewerage pipe. <laughs> we found a whole box of marijuana plants, like someone had been growing them. Yeah. And then they were still in their pots. Really? And they were trying to... Um... I don't know what. They just dumped them there. Well, but you'd find heaps of stuff in the canals. They call, it's called the canal. It sounds fucking disgusting. I don't know if I'd go down there. We used to hang out heaps Is there. it like where, you know, Los Angeles have that sort of famous... Is it, so that sort yeah, of yeah. It's a mini version of that. Okay. Um, sounds shit. And so, yeah, I had friends that would live the, in houses that backed onto that. Mm. It was awesome. You know, SEO, we've been talking about it already a bit. Search engine optimization. optimization. Yeah. So, it's appearing up on Google. This is what the title of the, the show is going to be, Search Engine Optimization. Uh, if you're wondering. <laughs> Say that again. Search Engine Optimization. You should see Josh's face when he says that. You've, I'm articulating. But um, no, the, the other thing that I've been doing, you know, one of the factors with Search Engine Optimization, there's two factors. Let's just talk about it for a couple of minutes. Just to, I'm going to give some really quick tips. Good, because I'm interested because yeah. I've got no fucking clue about it. So you have two levels of optimization. So, if you want to be able to rank well for Google, there's mm. two main areas that you can play in. On-site optimization and off-site optimization. On-site op- optimization is uh, things that you can do to your actual website to help it rank on Google. Okay. Some of these things include what the titles are. I can hear a truck beeping in the background. Please don't panic, everyone. The um, <laughs> No, so the title that you call the page, yep. that's... You know, that's sort of one factor. So, imagine you've got a point system and that's a couple of points for that. Then the the content that's within the within the, the website, so the body text. So the about, about the business? Yeah, or? exactly. So, if you're wanting to rank for a video production company, you want to make sure that you have mentions of video production company yeah. within the, the text. The, the title, for instance... Uh, you can you basically have different sizes of headings. So you imagine if you go to a website, you'll see a really big title, mm. and then you'll see some smaller titles. The big title, the H1 tag, should only ever have you should only ever have one H1 tag per page. And this is what I see you glazing over. So I'm going to. I'm figure. slightly getting bored. But, it's amazing you saw that. But but I started thinking yeah, about something else. Yeah, no, I can <laughs> I can tell straight away. Basically, there's all that sort of and there's. One of the factors with on-site optimization mm. uh, is your domain name. So, we have thedailytalkshow.com. Solid. So, when people type in The Daily Talk Show, it's actually easier for us to rank. I was thinking um, early days using our names. I went through all these different combinations to find what we ended up with, The Daily Talk Show. Mm. Josh and Tommy, Tommy and Josh. Mm. Typed in Tommy and Josh and... Uh, <laughs> It turns out that it's not available. Yeah, why is it not available? Well, we we don't have a competitor in another market, or we might, if depending on how you look at life. But no, it's um two dudes that got married in 2015 named Tommy and Josh. <laughs> Where are they? Can you show me the website now? Yeah, let's go. Let's I'm go guessing to it. they're American. 
Why? Oh, because well, of like uh, gay just, marriage. They're being a bit legal more forward with the gay marriage stuff.com. Tommy and Josh.com. Surely they don't need it because this is sort of their. Um, Ah, uh, uh, so it links to another website, appycouple.com forward slash wedding forward slash oh, yeah, you, Tommy, Tommy and Josh. Josh. You'd think. So June 6, 2015. Uh, Mate, they're happily ever after. Yeah, so that was we, three years ago. <laughs> we need our relationship official on a website page. Well, why don't like we this? do this? Why don't we. The best way that we could potentially get this domain name, why don't we, why don't we reach out to them on their anniversary, June six this year? That's episode one hundred and two. Yes. Why don't Why don't we try and do something nice for them? Uh, I'll have to think about what it is. Tommy yeah, and you Josh. Go, if you go to Tommy and Josh, so they're in. Um, is that Pennsylvania? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Willow Grove. It's in yeah Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, so that could be that could be fun. I mean, get them on the show, the Tommy be, and Josh that are actually married. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're so basically good. we're yeah just outside of um. Philly. Yeah, we'll tell them. So, guys, we've got a podcast. We do it five days a week, which is basically what marriage is. Yeah. Need to communicate. Yeah, it's just a couple of couples with the same names <laughs> talking, but it's interesting. Um, yeah, I wonder if they, I wonder if they would ever um. Give us their domain. Well, they so even Josh calls himself Joshua on the website. Nah, nah you don't. So, nah, he can't have. He can't have that. Um, have you been? So you've been cute little couple. You've you've <laughs> been pretty lucky. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that one's Look Josh. I'm enjoying I a little holiday. That one's Josh because that one seems like he would be me, and that looks like more like you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so hey, so this guy's it, got. <laughs> this guy's got a New York Yankees hat. He is. The, let's work out uh, who's who. Okay, I guess they don't need to. If you if you need to if, know, then you're not close <laughs> enough. To. Well, we'll find it out before. Yeah. So SEO on site now. SEO off site. Yeah. So quick, very quickly, off site optimization is things like backlinks. So uh, when Radio Today, for instance, if mm. they link, I don't know if those fuckers did, uh, guys. <laughs> if if you mention us, please. Make sure you um, tag us up. Is the article... I thought the article went for a second there. Yeah, we've been on radio today. Yeah, they haven't linked us anywhere. They have embedded our um, thing. But yeah, so if if people... uh, Link back to our site. site, Yeah. That is going to help as well. Gives us juice. At what point do you... Stop worrying about it. No, nah, like uh, worry it. about sounding like a robot when you're trying to write. Like yeah. we are a video production business in Melbourne that yeah. caters to all kinds of video and content needs. That's yeah, film filmmaking. You know, like well, so in some regards, these this advice that I've given is slightly outdated because Google now has like all these metrics that they're using to base how they rank things. Mm. So it used to be really easy 15 years ago, you'd be able to do what's known as keyword stuffing. So you could go and what people would do is they would just at the bottom of their page, they would, and this is what's known as black hat SEO. So you have white hat SEO and black hat SEO. White hat good? Yeah. Black hat's White hat is naughty. the stuff that I was talking about. Black hat is sort of manipulating the system to try and rank higher. And the risk with that is that you end up, um, Google will notice that you're doing it and you'll be penalized for it. But basically what people would do is they'll just keyword stuff at the bottom. So say if you wanted to rank for Tommy uh-huh. Jacket, they would keyword stuff at the bottom. But what they would also do is change the text color to be the background color. Mm. So people can't 
people couldn't see it. But uh, Google is smart enough now to know if you're putting text that's the same color as the uh, uh, the, the background. But where people go smart wrong, Google. Where, what pe- where people go wrong is, and it's less common now, but with the Flash websites, it was the text was embedded in images and in Flash. And Google can't index that. Mm. Google can't read this. So, it's important that that you're actually using text within your site. But um, yeah, no, so I, I know when you're on a website that's highly optimized because yeah. there's so much text. It's hard to do. The, and that's the thing with like, I am on the first page for video production company if you are in Melbourne and type that in. And um, yeah, it's a... Uh, I went from... When I started Full Stack, I was um, uh, I went for this something stuff that like language that was really sort of um, appealing and that was sort of more aspirational. Mm. So it's like we you know we're filmmakers that tell stories and all that sort of thing. Whereas if you go on there now, I made sort of a decision that I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna try this whole SEO thing. Mm. So now it's very if you do a search on my um, on my website, do a command F and type in video production. There's like a dozen mentions. But the thing is that it's not keyword stuffing because I then write a bunch more content. So, you mm. need to be smart about, okay, I'm going to um, mm. create a, a bunch of content around it. I paid a uh, Indian-based um, tech company to do my SEO. Well, that seems like the glamorous thing to... There's something glamorous about like, oh, I've got a virtual assistant, I've got a virtual team. How did that go for you? <laughs> nah, I had a falling out with them. Did you? They like, were fucked. I, I knew that it was a bit fucked up, but what, what ended oh, up... Oh, they ended up wanting... I wanted two sites done and they um, wanted the money after the first one, but I said I'd only paid half. It was something to do with money. And sure, it's probably fuck all that they're actually getting paid from me. But the point was I made it known how the payment was going down from yeah. the start and, they and then they like pushed it. it. And so, I ended up just, I, yeah, they just... Well, the risk is that they hold your website at oh, ransom. I, I changed every fucking before you went in before there. I went hard but, on them. But the other thing too is it's a... Um, yeah, I, those, those types of people you have to be careful of because you want... It needs to be high quality code and mm. some of it's just botched jobs. Like they'll do <laughs> custom shit and it's just like done all the wrong way. I paid 300, maybe 250 bucks per yeah. website. Yeah. And I showed a dude who basically build, he builds websites from the ground up. He's yeah. built his own yeah. like website builder. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, this disgusting. is disgusting. He's yeah. like, he showed me. So websites are, are for people that are really fucking on the edge like me of not knowing anything yeah. they're just literally words code it's all code that translates yeah. into physical things through mm-hmm. a system i don't know wow well Go that's on. about it. i mean yeah, they probably good. they probably really connected with that yeah, the other maybe. people that are struggling like me but my point being he showed me all this code yeah and there was like sh- just random shit. It yeah. even looked random to me. And so the thing, but so the the problem with that too is one of the things that Google are looking at nowadays. So in 2018, some of the things that they're looking at now, which they might not have been looking at 10 years ago, is things like site speed. So how quickly mm. your site loads. So that's why having clean code and not overcomplicating it. That's why templates can be an issue. If you're using a template and... It's one of those templates that can do everything. Potentially, mm. there's all this code that's just sitting there dormant, which you don't need, or plugins. So, what? How much should you pay 
nowadays for yeah. a website. What Another do you question. reckon? One other th- real quick thing. The the other thing that uh, their, uh, Google is rewarding is people who have a responsive website or a, a site that is designed for mobile. Okay. So, if you... Um, that most templates will have that out of the back, yeah, yeah, out of the gate. I think so. What what should you pay for a website? It's it's like asking how much should someone pay for a video. Um, it's uh, yeah. okay. Say my, my I've got a business. Yeah, it's a production business. Uh-huh. We make videos, and uh-huh. you know it's all service based, yeah. and we want to have descriptions, some video examples. Like I think that's a template of a, a business is. Yeah. The about section, what they offer, um, you know, contact us. Yeah, and so I think that if you were if you were doing that sort of site and wanted a custom build, I would say anywhere from like and done like decently. So getting a freelancer to do it for mm. you, getting them to build it from the ground up. On the lower end, I'll do twenty five hundred. On the higher end you know, sort of five grand for something that's just like all content and all mm. that sort of thing. So that's like if you go to a freelancer or a small agency, but then you could go on to a marketplace like Envato where I used to work and buy a template for $80 or $60. And um, the thing is, there's a learning curve there. So mm. that's one option. I've tried doing it myself. Squarespace, uh, I, I struggled. Squarespace is a good option for a lot of people. Yeah, I've built some websites on that. I the, paid 10K for a website once. Really? Did I tell you that? For the Aussie it? Spunks one. Uh, it was Aussie Flash. Aussie Spunks is getting a real workout yeah, today. It was a it was a Flash website. It had like animated logo and video when you first came in, which was probably pretty forward at that time. Yeah. 2009, 2008. No, nah, it wasn't. I think 2008 was still, the... 2008, I think, was the year that Steve Jobs said that Flash was dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> actually, that's a, that's a fun bit of trivia. Have a think of when it actually was. Well, um, 2000... Let me think. When did I... So, when was I... Um, how old am I now? 30. So, when I was 19, I was a stripper. So, nine, 10 years ago. What is it? 18? Yeah, 2008. Okay. So, there was a, a letter uh, that... Apple wrote, so you you weren't too bad. So Apple wrote a letter uh, called Thoughts on Flash back in 2010. 2010. So it was a couple of years before. It was basically saying, look, uh, Flash is is dead. Adobe Flash is dead. Yeah, and so that's why a lot... And so, you know, all of these uh, user experience stuff were part of the problem. So Mm. for instance, uh, people who might have a disability, so they have trouble reading... And so they use software to be able to read the text out to them. If you're building it, if you're embedding the text into an image or if it's a flash site, the computer can't see that that's text. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. can't read it out. Or if they want to increase the size. So all the user experience stuff is a big a big yeah. thing. The the closest interest and digital chubby I get when I'm when I was talking to my friend who's a coder, yeah. um, builds websites, he was telling me about Facebook mm-hmm. and what they built their website with. Uh-huh. So the tools that they built it with. Do you know what it was? What they They're not using Ruby on Rails, are they? So they built it with an existing one and then they created their own. Yeah. And so like, their own language, their own code language. Yeah. And so I think that that's fairly um 
common practice and, and the biggest issue with businesses that are older who, you know, they may have been established in 2005, 2006 or and they're doing well now mm. is you have what's known as like legacy code. So, I was at a um, uh, fintech event, like fin- finance technology. We've and, been riveting. Yeah. And so, they, no, they off. Were, so, they were talking about the biggest concern they have around the technology is that they put a, a time period to it. But basically, that every single person that knew the technology that was used by b- banks to run their systems would be retired. That's what they're like. It's so old. It's such yeah. like a legacy code that, and it's the same with even the um, the system, the system which is used to be able to um, connect, like for you to work out flights. So what the airlines use, mm. what the travel agents use. I remember speaking to a client who um, they provide corporate travel stuff, mm. um, like technology. And like that is so so old as well. So you can't even mm. like can't even deal with images on like that platform because it's too much for it to handle. So it can only be text. And so they were doing a whole bit of work on minimizing the size of the files to be able to make it work with this system. Amy used to work for Excite Travel. Yeah. Um, and those dudes who built that business, they're like similar corporate you know, looking after bulk amount of travel mm-hmm. for businesses. I think that's it. Anyway, they built their business in the early days on an Excel spreadsheet that they'd just update Yeah, and you'd just plug it in and then they developed their own. And that's what I think in a lot of ways what uh, I get excited about this about technology and how to innovate and do things. Kind way of saying I'm getting a digital chub right a, a now. It's working chubby. up. It's the, <laughs> oh, the thing. And put so, the pants back on. So what what you're referring to, and it's, it's something, it's been our ethos through this whole thing, which is minimum viable product. What's the minimum thing that we can do now mm. to try and get to a point where we're bringing it to market? And that's why, um, you know, uh, we're going to be having a, uh, we might have a guest on, in the future and rather than saying, hey, let's get them uh, next week or let's get them now, it's like, let's get them in five months time. So Mm. then the minimum viable product is still people that we know getting like building up what we're You've doing. You've waved it back in. You've waved the, the podcast back, I have, I have. Back but in. It's, it's, it is about, and so the point is that a lot of people will look at what is out there. They, they look at Facebook, they look at these big businesses and say, well, they're built on this or they do that, yeah. so we need to do it. But the thing is that there is something in starting, testing, and then shifting quickly. Mm. So rather than trying to get obsessed you know, with that, you know, in saying that, there is also that other argument, which is um, what I think that we've tried to do with the podcast, sorry, uh, and you know, and even our businesses is create foundational things that are good foundationally that you could then potentially put things on top, and it's not going to fucking fall down yeah. rather than having this like really shitty foundation. We're anyway. not we're not having a flash website. I'll agree with that. Yeah, it's uh, the daily talk show, different one today. Yeah, it's sort of uh, I enjoyed that. I feel like it's been a while since we've gone into the weeds. 
Um, I think you get excited. I, I half the time just like your excitement talking yeah. about fucking technology. Michelle <laughs> Michelle emailed pointing out that uh, yesterday yeah. I called the listeners fuckers. <laughs> fuckers. Uh, fuckers which, is endearing. Yeah, it's endearing, and it, maybe it's a way of getting them to fucking act. Pull their finger out and give us a <laughs> review. A slight stroke and <laughs> act, act. Really, I need to do a wee actually. But um, that's it was all time. around subscribing. He said, "No, it wasn't subscribe. It was review, review, reviewing." Yeah. So we're our listeners building, but your fuckers aren't. Yeah, because reviewing. Because, Please. Oh, that's good. That was a good one. Uh, no, but you know, we might maybe we'll do something uh, special for the people who have re- you know OGs when we're at episode a thousand. Yeah, and we've uh, we've hired out an entire hotel. You know who's going to get the fucking best rooms. True. It's going to be the people that reviewed the podcast, obviously. No, it's you, fucking you and me because there's only two. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, let's also to loop loop back. Uh, Trevor Long sent a tweet this morning yeah. uh, in regards to something we spoke about and about a guest that we might be getting on in the future. So let's talk Ooh, about la. that tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Have a good one.